Today, after saying he stood behind it, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine calls for the repeal of a corrupt billion-dollar nuclear bailout. It turns out that someone on the governor's staff played an early role in the drive to bail out Ohio's nuclear plants. And President Trump is sending the feds to Cleveland, but it's not supposed to be a repeat of Portland. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, July 24th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine made a remarkable reversal, calling for the repeal of Ohio's bribery-infused nuclear plant bailout just 24 hours after he stood behind the deal. DeWine said no deal born in the stink of such corruption should stand, and he called on the Ohio legislature to repeal it and start over. DeWine says he believes very firmly in nuclear power, but he said Ohioans would never have faith in the billion-dollar-plus bailout as it stands. Federal prosecutors charged Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and his Confederates Tuesday with masterminding a scheme funded by $60 million in bribes by First Energy to ram through the nuclear plant bailout. They called it the biggest bribery case in Ohio history. The $60 million bribery case that has rocked the Ohio State House is a little bit closer to the orbit of Ohio Governor Mike DeWine than we previously knew. Cleveland.com reporter Andrew Tobias reported Thursday that a top aide in DeWine's office previously led a political nonprofit that federal agents have called a pass-through used by First Energy to fund the bribery scheme. That scheme has now led to House Speaker Larry Householder's arrest this week on racketeering charges. Dan McCarthy, in 2017, an aide now to DeWine, was listed as the principal of Partners for Progress Incorporated, which was founded in February of that year. McCarthy, when he led Partners for Progress, was a top lobbyist for Success Group, an influential Columbus lobbying firm that helped to push for the nuclear bailout. McCarthy resigned his position with the firm to take a job as DeWine's Director of Legislative Affairs when DeWine became governor in January of 2019. McCarthy is not accused of any wrongdoing. President Donald Trump says that Cleveland is among the cities that will see a surge of federal law enforcement agents in the coming weeks, and he said he aims to restore safety and peace in U.S. cities. Trump announced during an event at the White House the expansion of a program called Operation Legend to support high-crime communities to the greatest extent possible. The administration intends to send agents to several cities, including personnel from the FBI, Drug Enforcement Administration, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, the U.S. Marshal Service, and the Department of Homeland Security. Neither the president nor the other participants specifically mentioned Cleveland during the event, but the White House did in an email summary of the events on its website. Federal officials say this is not in any way what the federal government has been doing in Portland, Oregon, driving around in unmarked vehicles and snatching people off the streets. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson has called a press conference for today to give his thoughts on what is coming. Medina County moved into Ohio's red zone Thursday, the fourth worst of the five rating categories for the coronavirus. But Lorain County moved out of the red zone to orange, the third worst. Cuyahoga and Summit counties remain in the red. 
Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announced the changes during his Thursday coronavirus briefing. Counties in the red zones originally were forced into a mask mandate, but now there's a statewide mask mandate, so what it means is kind of unclear. 23 of Ohio's 88 counties are now in the red zone. Indians owner Paul Dolan said Thursday the club is committed to a dialogue with Native American leaders and Cleveland local officials, as well as fans, players, and staff regarding the team's name. Dolan issued a statement that indicated in the coming weeks the organization will engage in talks with Native American leaders to better understand their perspectives. On July 3rd, the club issued a similar statement shortly after Washington's NFL franchise revealed that it would explore the possibility of dropping its Redskins nickname and logo, long held as an example of racial insensitivity among professional sports franchises. Last week, Washington owner Dan Snyder made the change official, putting the Indians on the clock as the next team to reconsider their mascot, according to many observers. Dolan met with players and manager Terry Francona on Tuesday in a conversation he characterized as candid and productive and said players expressed their desire to help the organization in the process. That's a wrap on the news from the Wake Up This Week. Enjoy your weekend and tap back in Monday for the latest news from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 